Hey everybody, welcome to Simplifying Wealth with Nicole Faraby and Susan Letman. We are the owners of the Faraby Letman Group here at Coldwell Banker Distinctive Properties. In this podcast, we aim to help you achieve whole life wealth and wellness through simplifying. And also, here we run on coffee, cuss words, and contracts. So let's get to it. All right, everybody, welcome to Simplifying Wealth. Here's our first episode ever put out. I'm really excited that you're here. Thank you for spending time with me morning, noon, night, whenever you're listening to this. I think that we're going to start out on this podcast here talking about removing emotions from what we're doing day to day. So I don't know about you guys, but 2020 in general kind of rocked my ass. I mean, It was my biggest year in business, so inevitably that means I'm busier than I planned on being, which is beautiful, wonderful, and messy. So that was a whole nother transfer over, and then now me and Susan are in a team, and that has been totally outside of our comfort zone for the both of us. Susan is a business owner with Click Clothing, and I've been doing this for about five years now, and it's time to run it like a real business. So that has been a total comfort zone uh, test for me. And then 2020 in general, I mean, with the mandates and the COVID and the quarantines and all of the restrictions on our lives and our lifestyles and our ability to go out and chase our goals and chase our dreams, I feel like a lot of us felt like we couldn't go out and we couldn't chase what we were going after because of everything that was going on. So I don't know if you guys have ever read The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I've reread the book countless times, more times than I can recall. I have read the next one, Miracle Equation, about four times. I just finished it the other day for the fourth time. And one of the biggest things that really stood out to me in that and that I've been hearing it in church, I've been hearing it at work, and I've been hearing it now in the books that I'm reading. And I know that the universe is just trying to speak to me and speak to my heart and tell me that I need to remove the emotion from what I'm doing and stop counting on the short-term results. So if I, if we set a goal and we only count on those small, short-term results that we look at, you're never going to feel like you're making any progress. I mean, for example, this year, man, 2020, I, not just 2020, not going to blame it all on this year, but in the past about year and a half, I've gained about 35 pounds, which is excessive to me because I've never been there before. So I wanted to get back in the gym. I wanted to start eating clean. I want to do all this stuff. And then multiple times throughout the year, I would start eating clean. I would start working out, do all the things I know I'm supposed to do. And then who knows, a couple months later, I'm angry because I don't see change and I don't see the pounds coming off and I don't see anything. And so screw it. Forget it. I'm going to just, I'm going to go drink beer because I'm frustrated. So also it's the same way. That seems like a small goal and a small changes. It feels big to me, but it's kind of a small change. You know, you just go to the gym when you don't feel like going to the gym. You eat clean when you want to eat pizza and you just make good choices for your body. So I think 
what's important to remember in our day-to-day life for this can go across all spectrums. I mean, you can, as a parent, you can apply this to your life through parenting because God knows that we feel like nothing we do makes a difference to our kids. They don't listen. They don't care. They don't give shit. They raise hell. And here we are. We get to clean up the mess. And no matter how hard we try, our kids just never get it. And our parents felt the same way about us. So fast forward to the adults that we are now and the families that we're raising now and the careers we're building now, our parents had our best interest at heart. And they they could not attach themselves to the short-term results because they weren't going for short-term results. They were going for long-term results. So these goals, when we're setting 2021 goals and we're restarting from the beginning and we're reevaluating where we've been and where we want to go, I think it's really vital that we trust the process of it and you look to people that are doing what you want to do and you rip off and duplicate what they're doing. And, you know, you start getting crystal clear on your priorities and your priorities will match up with your goals and you start pursuing your goals with all you've got, period. It never ends. And then you don't attach yourself to what happens in the next couple of weeks. You don't even attach yourself to what happens in the next year. You just stick to the process and you trust in what's gonna happen in the universe because you know that you're making the decisions that you're supposed to. So this year, I think the biggest thing personally I'm working on in 2021 is my personal wellness. Um, Not many people know I am now 26 days sober off alcohol and I have been going to the gym every day for the past two weeks. Beautiful, beautiful changes. I feel good. I know that long-term this is going to do me good. I don't see any difference. I don't... (laughs) It's so frustrating, right? Because I don't see... I don't see the weight melting off yet, and I don't see my habits completely making a transformational difference in my life. And you know what I've noticed is that I'm slower to anger and I am happier most of the time. And I have the ability to be more present now because I have prioritized my life differently. So going into 2021, all of my goals that I've set, I have some big, big goals this year. I'm chasing after some huge elephants in the room and I can do it and I'm going to do it and it's scary. So I hope if you're listening to this that if you have just listened to me ramble on and on and on and you're still here with me, first of all, you the real MVP, thank you so much for sticking it out, but also take the time to sit down with yourself Get really real about who it is that you want to be, what kind of life it is that you want to live, and then go out and create that through your choices and your actions. Our entire lives are created and molded by our choices. So go out and make good ones. Go out and make choices that align with your values. So if you value a social life and going out to meet people and 
you know, that kind of that's that's your focus right now. Well, then make choices that will align with that. For me, my priority is God, family, career, and the rest comes after that. So if I'm not prioritizing my heart and my spirit and the Holy Spirit isn't speaking to me all the time, you know, that's not for everybody, but it has to be for me. I have been through too much and I didn't do it by myself. So I have to fuel that. And then comes my family and everything I do is for them. And throughout 2020, it didn't feel like I was doing it for them. It just felt like I was surviving and they felt the ripple effect of my stress. And that directly contradicts one of my core values. So going into 2021, when I'm setting my schedule and I'm doing my appointments and things like that, my family is a priority above everything. And then you have career. And like I said earlier, my career this year, I've got big goals that I never in a million years thought I would be going after. And it is beautiful and exciting, but it's terrifying. I'm completely stepping outside of who I've been and going to this next level and reaching these goals is going to require an entirely new version of who I am. And it's a version I've never been before. So I'm going to get uncomfortable and I'm going to fail and I'm going to learn because I mean, failure wasn't a good word to use because I don't believe in failure. I either win or I learn. And when I fail this year, I'm going to take what I can get from it and I'm going to run because I, I can always do better. I can always be better. And I can't wait to see what happens this year, not just for me and my family and my career, but also for your families and your kids and your careers and your goals. I want to see you go after what you love and what you want to do with your entire heart and don't be scared and don't attach yourself to what happens in the next week or two. Make sure that you have that big picture in mind. And when it gets hard, because it'll get hard, you'll wake up one day and you'll be like, fuck this. I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't even know why I'm doing this. You have to remember why you started. Remember why you started, remember why you're doing this, and remember where you're headed. Remind yourself. And if you need help, my cell phone is always up for accountability. I will call you out. I am that friend. So find somebody that will call you out. Find somebody that will remind you gently when you have a hard time remembering why you're doing what you're doing. Because you, well, you and I and everybody in this world owes it to ourselves, our families, and to the rest of the world to be the best, very best version of ourselves. We owe it. We bring something to the table that nobody else does. You bring something to the table that I could learn from you, and it would make my life better because of what you've went through, because of your story. So make sure you're showing up, and you're showing up with all of you. You're showing up with the mess. You're showing up with the love. You're showing up with all of the, th all of the stuff, all of the baggage, and all of who you are, and then we're going to be better, and we're going to do better together. So off of my little talk now, thank you for tuning in to our first episode. Thank you for your time today, and I really hope that this resonated with you. We're going to be putting out an episode once a week on Fridays, so... Um, I really hope that you guys continue to listen and continue to stay on this journey with us and cheers to 2021. We got this. Talk to you later. Hey, 
all right, we made it through the first episode. Nobody died. Thank you for tuning in here at Simplifying Wealth with Nicole Farabee and Susan Letman with the Farabee Letman Group at Coldwell Banker Distinctive Properties. Please look up Farabee Letman Group on all social media platforms and please connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what this episode of the podcast did for you. And we would love to hear what you're doing with your life. So cheers to the next year ahead and we'll talk to you soon. Don't forget, we make it simple.